When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever. Dog. Space. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. Its continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no one has gone before. Everybody else talk. Normal. Good. Okay. Hello. 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 Veronica's a little loud, but I think that's just who she is. That's just me. Okay, oh, I yell a lot, but I always pull away, so I diminish the power can, of my voice. Oh, yeah, because you're a comedian. Our guest today, <laughs> um, should we do a, do you want a sound for the intro? Let's do just a, let's try to pretend we have the soundboard intact. Let's Come do me. it. Um, let's do a sound. Let's do a sound for the intro. We're being wild. We're being crazy. We're being super crazy. So hi, guys. Uh, welcome to tech, techs. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to uh, tech support in the city. Um, I'm Alice what's your pro- What seems to be your problem? <laughs> what's your problem? Why are you listening to this? Huh. Did you turn the enterprise on and then off again? Did, <laughs> did you plug it in? Did you charge it before Jordy, leaving so for Jordy. ages? I don't know, for- Captain. I tried turning it off and on. What if Jordy was bad at his job? So uh, our guest today in the studio, um, you know her from comedy and stand-up comedy, and uh, she'll tell us what other things she wants to plug later because that's how we do it. Okay, so fuck okay, you. Okay, shut up. I like how Please you welcome Caitlin Gill. That's me. I'm Caitlin. I'm Caitlin Gill. Oh, what's that? What's that? <laughs> Bees buzzing. There's bees in the an audience. Those, those are like the bees from Black Mirror. Those are the the metallic bees. That was my dog. If you just heard a, a tiny yip. Also, I Major's here today. Uh, yes, I uh, podcast with my dog a lot, which is weird. I don't know what it is about podcasting. Is it but weird? She knows I'm going to be gone for about an hour, and yeah. she's like, "You you have to take me." I'm yeah. like, "I don't. It's a lot." And she's like, "But you do." And then I do. But we like her. Everybody likes and her. Everybody likes. We her. love her. Likes her. She gave us a show. That's she did the best about having. That her. was crazy. I've never seen an animal so trained. She does a lot of tricks for treats. That's it's always Halloween in Major's world. Tricks so, for treats. My question is, Quest. um, is she, uh, I don't remember. I lost it. Is it a I rescue? Lost time yes, again. of course it is. Why would it be not? That's crazy to imagine. Like, I want to buy a pure. That was amazing. <laughs> made me really upset. Sorry. Made me so mad. I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> so many people don't, driving right now. Don't like that. 
and really am angry and we got to talk really about like it. I really like annoying people. It's a thing that makes me laugh the hardest. Oh, that's and I did not mean to do that. So, sonically she likes annoying people, but which the is result, why it's great that no, she has I'm a with, podcast. That works. That um, that that's always funny. Just like people falling down and not being seriously injured will always be funny. The well, person's not in happy Russia, about it. If it's but seriously it injured, it's it will even never still funny. Be funny. Yeah. It is it's it's funny. And replaying it, it gets better. Every time. <laughs> Sorry, Alice. It's okay. I did not know that would sound like that. That's okay. No, no but alarm now we sound know. that said alarm sound on it. <laughs> that was a surprise. I wonder surprise. what this alarm shrieking alarm. It says shrieking alarm. A <laughs> shrill it alarm is what it says. Burglar alarm being set off. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what, what that, that sounds, sounds like. like. Yeah, that's what. I, if you had yeah. me guess, I would have pushed that button <laughs> yeah. and played that sound. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Welcome, Caitlin. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being on thank this you show. For being it's a here. pleasure. Now, Caitlin Sincerely. is a fantastic stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I'm a huge fan of her comedy, and also afterwards, after seeing her comedy for a long time, became a fan of her as a person because she's actually like. A dope human being. Oh, I reciprocate. You know, because some people are good at stand up, but then they're not really f- like fun. Good at people. Good yeah. people like Joe Mandy. Um, <laughs> I feel funny. like that's the person that we could say, and he would, you know, he'd what I mean? understand. He'd be, he'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no. yeah I honestly like, think you hopefully could say don't me. talk to me. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh yeah. If, if somebody out there is like, I met her once, and it was hard. It was hard to meet her. I'd be like, you're probably right. I oh, made really? that bed. I'll lie down in it. Uh, I've owned. I'm a. I'm a huge. He bitch averted a crisis. If he hears this, he's like, oof. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. If somebody tells him, that's even funnier, and he'll be more annoyed with the person that tells him than Someone he will told be with us. The Christian guy I, I I went out with twice. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that is, well, that's because or the, maybe they, he stalked me. I don't the know. Christians have their own fast moving internet. <laughs> they always have. It's miraculous. It is. <laughs> um, so, Caitlin, yes, are so you? Buttons. I ask you the question we ask every guest. Please, you ask it. Okay. Because it seems like you said I asked the question. Yeah. Well, Veronica always asks it, but I'll do it. It's okay. Like she does. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched Star Trek before? I have. That's the question. Uh, so many times. Uh, you have. Lovingly. And, oh. uh, for years. Yes. Always. It's a breath of fresh air because we have had a lot of newbies. That's, that's They're great. Fair. Love a newbie. I'll say I don't watch. I on purpose am not. A, I'm not enmeshed. I don't have a ton of trivia at my fingertips okay. because Star Trek's The Next Generation is not just a show. It is a feeling. Oh, uh, it's like you. a yes. sense. Yes. I go through. I, like since it's been it's on Netflix, you'll just like feeling. a couple of times. I've just right. let the series play in the background of my life, and there's yeah. just this weird six weeks. That's like the Star Trek six weeks, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a warm it's a bath. It's like time. a human. It's like a human. It is affair. a warm. It's time. so hopeful and optimistic in this way that you need every once in a while to remind you that there is a a, a possible view for the a future that is full of hope. It's That's like true. an emotional air purifier. Yes, it is. That's a great idea. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a depression humidifier. Yes. That here's, what I'm, here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to say, I'm going to call su- it. I'm is, that, ask is, this, you, is this racist? Is that what we were playing? I'm gonna, yes. I'm going to yes. ask you to do a thing for me. Because we're talking about it being like uh, a utopic, basically. And now I, I read a sound effect that says Chinese accent cartoon. Yeah. And I got a little afraid, but it was better than I thought. Because I thought it was going to be like some white person being like doing the accent. Oh, right. Yes. I'm going to so, say yes. That's better than that. Wait. So can you turn that? When you when you play, I I want you to keep doing this, but will you just turn it down like a half a step, like a like a little bit, like this? Because perfect. And now now try it. Okay, let's and I'll see. do my best Chinese accent. Okay, all right. Hello. No. Nope. Hello there. Yes, I'm Chinese. 
ethnically, but I grew up in Australia. <laughs> I'm happy with that. Still, it's I'm just happy with something that. happened. Something I, happened. I, I can't. I don't know. It wasn't, wasn't me. Try it. Is it good now? Okay. Hi, I'm Chinese American. I'm from Ohio. <laughs> you know, I, like the I, sound I, in the background <laughs> still happens. I went. I went with. Um, I went out with my friend Anja, and uh, to a clown school party or whatever. <laughs> she was dressed like a clown. <laughs> what kind of clown? Like the weird LA cult clown or like a, like a traditional bozo clown? It was like a Silver Lake cult. Is this a linen flowy pant with a hat or is this a is this a clown? Yeah, I think you I think it's the first one. I'm going to She was, I think it is. Uh, I think it's a unicycle clown. It was she she was like a sexy clown. Mm. No. Two, that is an oxymoronic. You can't. That's not a thing. Yeah. She had two ponytails It's like, like a sexy terrifying demon. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And she had like <laughs> such a sexy little nightmare. She painted like sad eyebrows no. on purpose and like a sad mouth, but her entire outfit seemed like 90s like Tokyo girl. Oh uh, it was really cool. And she is. I can be turned on and mad at the same time. I'm allowed. Yeah. I'm a complex that's woman. That's why that's full of conflicting yeah. This thoughts. is yeah. why this costume works so well. Uh, she's a costume designer for Dancing with the Stars. She's so dope. That's precious. Uh, it is precious. Um, she knows And a clown. Of- so nothing is a barrier to success if you try hard enough. <laughs> I know. But we went out on Halloween and I dressed as a, as a vampire. I did my best effort to be as goth and kind of scary as possible hats off and How'd i think go? it worked out um, my next year idea for a costume i'm gonna be dead yeah and i'm gonna be my boyfriend's phone ah, always, you go. always, you're gonna dead. be a dead phone it's always dead oh, okay yeah i thought he ghosted. never charges oh phone. i get it that's Ghosting. a thing that's, yeah that's so true. convenient yeah. think about that right that's so convenient right exactly. i hate it fucking hate it yeah it's not it's not okay i'm never talking to him now. again yeah i'm no. never speaking to him again yeah me neither Good. I'm just going to say, because I, I only talk to him when I go out with you and yeah. he's around. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I, uh, I momentarily got distracted. If you out there, listeners, were ever considering bringing your dog to a podcast studio, know that it will ever sniff every corner, every cord, and you will become afraid that it is going to uh, stop the recording by stepping on something. That's right. A. B, get electrocuted by biting a cord. That's just a fear I live with all the time. And C, you don't know where the nearest, but like, it's just looking for food. My dog yeah. is looking for every ancient crumb that has some. not been discovered. And she might. Uh, and she, she could discover... Whatever is I'm on about the floor to eat of some a plantain studio. chips. So also, there's so what I'm another small dog. If my dog, dog here leaves here high, I understand. <laughs> there's another small dog, Juno, that comes here sometimes too. Oh, so great. In addition, good, she's good, probably good. smelling Juno's pheromones. No, that's yes, definitely. But at least we have another crumb detector. Yeah. I just worry about everything podcast Aren't guests you? drop. Are dogs asexual at this point? Oh yeah, my dog was fixed before. She's beyond gender. Mm. She did not experience her she's first cycle of womanhood. So she's, she didn't. She okay, lives cool. a different kind of life, oh. free um, of such concerns. Also, yeah. the Flora Forever dog looks like an Indiana Jones uh, snake challenge, but of cables. It's yes, it like, does. Yeah, it an, does. It's like an insanity. It is. But it's because uh, we're in this high. T- it's such a nice studio. Yeah, it's like it is. full of all the things you need to talk about Star Trek, which I, I feel like I should probably do at some point as your guest on the Star Trek <laughs> We will. Show. But we you've, will. What? We you've will. already spoken we'll the truth. And I love it. It's and so you've, good. You've already Utopic. said what you think, which is that it is like this 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 warm bath of emotional sort of just background warm. noise. Slash, it is a good show. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, and we had you watch an episode with us. What for an us. episode. You know yes. why I brought up the clown? You're welcome, Because I didn't finish that point. Okay, great. <laughs> I Close think I might tab. be on, the, on a little bit of a, I just like can't. Okay, so she is, 
her family is Asian from somewhere, and I'm not going to say where exactly because of the story. Um, and mm. we went out to a club uh, with these girls that we just don't know, but they were the hot girls that they gave her, they gave them tables by the door so that when yeah. they're there getting table service, everyone can see them from the outside and uh-huh. just sure. people come in. Yeah. So she's like this hot pumpkin. Um, <laughs> I am a literal pumpkin. So I listen to these people. This is like a fit. This is a. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's what like a happens? squash, like a, a slimmer. A yeah. Um, and then she was like, where are you from? And I was like, Venezuela. And she and then she asked my friend, where are you from? And she's like, Oakland. And then or whatever. And and she was like, oh, but she couldn't get past it. He could, she couldn't understand that that was her face. But the answer was like the United States. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. But you grew up in Oakland? Yeah, but like, like, okay, but where? She wouldn't though? let it go. Yeah, but then she not took, Oakland. Yeah. So where? Like, but where, where? Or like, but where, are, but where, like, where, where? Like, what if she was really educated, though, and she's like, Oakland, near the Zhuajing province? Like, right. she was, like, really into Chinese history. It, it's, it's been... Like, that's weird. It's not unheard of. Uh, and then I was, ta- I was like, talking to her about, I don't know, boobs or something. And then she asked me, like, but where is she from? Yeah, but where? Yep. She yeah, wants but to know about where her ethnic is she makeup. From? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, I, uh, this is something she I'm She couldn't let of. it go. It's so funny. It was crazy. She, like... I am. I'm a first generation immigrant. Never been asked once. Yeah. Nobody gives a crap. I'm giant air quotes, listeners. Where you're from? If you if you're if you're if you're, white, you're from here, if you're white. And you'll notice because uh, you're first gen comedians who look um, racially ambiguous generally will address have to in their set because the rest of the time the audience white, white audiences will be thinking about it there's a there's so a it's full like they, 25% they of their brain they have to address it background can, program trying to research where they're from yeah any yeah. comedian that is has anything that an audience has to figure out has to address it at some point yeah um, including or, being a woman being a woman is a huge yes you hear especially <laughs> yep. if you're on an all ladies lineup of ladies who are worse, used to working just normal rooms yeah you start to hear the pattern of what women have to get in front of yeah that the audience is assuming yeah uh, about yep. them that's a great uh, way of putting it getting in front of right because it is like a, it is like a t- like I always think of it as a window that's closing. And you got to jump through the window before yes, the judgments received. Before the judgments received, so that you can talk to them like people. Yes, and they're like, and then you they can be like, ah, ideas, 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 ideas. Right. But otherwise, it's like the window's closed, and they're like, I don't get why ideas. Right? When, why when do you, you know? why do you think that is? Like, where where did this whole thing start? Because there's remember the idea when we remember, were in tribes. Why am I saying it like that? <laughs> remember when we talked? Like I, no, uh, the remember the 1400s? No, because mm-hmm. they talked about this when BoJack Horseman was in its second season. I think when Lisa Hanawalt was talking about um, having this fight. No, Lisa Hanawalt didn't talk about it, but the creator of BoJack Horseman came out about this fight that they had had about how. He was like, make a cat and an owl walking across the street and the owl, whatever, regurgitates something. And the owl was, she made the owl female. And he's like, wait, but it's supposed to be just like, the joke is the regurgitation. And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get it because he was like, but if it's female, isn't that another thing? And she's like, no, because being a female is just not, it's it's also it's the same. Joke. That's not a weird thing. It's not a weird thing. You don't have to explain but that. But men generally who have defined what comedy is have defined that the 
that the default default is white male straight. And anything so if else, it, needs anything explained. else on top of that needs explaining. That's like so, that's so weird. That's how, that's how they think of it in the like Anglo world of you know. Like, There's some in Hollywood, yada yada yada. So I try not and to. And still Netflix specials, pretty and much. Still, and still, <laughs> and Netflix specials. <laughs> Even uh, though for a while it wasn't, so I don't know why they had to stop. But whatever. I would. Um, Did they change? I don't want to talk about. It. What? I'm sorry. I ever said. <laughs> Wait, you were saying I'm interested. Oh, I'd just be buried. I can't let it all be about. Um, it is. It is the the comedy is white dudes who are straight, and mm-hmm. everybody else has to work backwards. That's mm-hmm. the reality. But. Comedy is so primal and laughter is so primal that I think there also is something to just like we're trying to figure each other out. Yeah. And I think a lot of my comedy for a couple of years was directed at answering your questions, uh, whoever you are in the audience, to try to figure, you know, figure things out. I go through these phases in comedy where I'm explaining things to you and then this plateau where I'm able to walk out dick swinging dickless yeah. and I assume you know me yeah. and I behave as such and that communicates enough to you yeah. that you're good yeah. but then life happens and I have stuff about myself to figure out and then I'm uncertain about what I know or what you know about me and I'm still in front of you telling jokes so I'm going to be I answering never... for things again so you're deciphering yourself in front of the audience always and well. if I'm in a confident phase and I'm able to project what you need to know about me non-verbally then we can move right along right now you know I'm gay you know I'm chill you know I'm whatever mm-hmm. like Right after I came out, I definitely had to tell you that I was a lesbian or whatever. Because you're... I assumed you listening already knew that about me. You didn't, <laughs> but you are relaxed about that information because I am, I'm at ease But you're it. in a dickless dick out uh, moment yes, in your yeah, life. Yeah. Yes. You have articulated something that I felt, but like what I had not heard spoken aloud in such an eloquent way about what it takes to gain the audience's confidence mm, in yeah. you and doing stand-up and how how much that has it to do with where you are at and your confidence level with yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't actually, and it can be about fame. Like it's interesting to get to the point like a Bill Burr where the audience that comes to see Bill Burr and any, Oh yeah. Perfect. You turn it yeah. just like way down. Yeah. Oh God, what is wrong with your phone? It's not my phone. <laughs> it's ruining our, our lives. It's not on my phone. I swear. This is so worth it though. I want this. Yeah, it has to be. Because I'm feeling it. I'm we're, feeling we're, it in my heart. This is, this so is the way we like. Okay, do you want, oh, do you want yeah. my. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if Bill, Bill Burr goes to perform in front of an audience, oh my God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Why I'm, is it torturing you? I'm holding it down. I don't. It's a cable connection. All right, Alec. Why don't you just play it like you don't normally do into the microphone? Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. Do. I believe in okay. you. Okay. Yeah. That's that's even almost cuter. That is better. So, <laughs> so anyway, he's any comedian that like the audience is Patton Oswalt. You go to see Patton. It's like the audience knows who Patton Oswalt is. Mm-hmm. The audience knows who Mike Birbiglia, Birbiglia is or Amy Schumer, and your audience is sitting there going like, I I already know what Louis C.K. is going to say at the end of his joke because I know Louis. So his task is to get. It's like his task is diminished in the sense that he doesn't have to convince you who he is. He just has to get to that point. He'll be like, blah, 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 blah. This happened to me today. And then I did this. 
And it's like, that's not even a joke. Right. But he just said a thing he did and the audience is like expecting it. So they, and so it forms a joke because you already have that relationship with that person and you're basically having a conversation among friends. And then the, that, and for the rest of us who aren't famous already, we go through these periods, you know, because audiences are always going to be getting to know us. And we all, and then is that period, that window is, is closing. And so you have to quickly get in. That's why the opener is so important, especially for female comedians. <sighs> You cannot have an uh, like a rickety opener. If you want to have a good set, you have to open strong and open in a way that shows them who you are so that they get everything, all the answers to all the questions that they have or they might have, but without making them feel like they have questions. My dog just got worried about me because I made that Do noise. you come out on stage and, <laughs> and like fiddle with a bunch of cables? Oh. Yeah, just to look important and smart. Yeah, if I'm not Reggie Watts. Because that's uh, how, how I would describe Alice. I, I would be like... I... <laughs> Like, I'm not but, a Todd Glass. I can't change all yeah. the lighting. I do think <laughs> when, you're, when you get to that it's level, it's almost shade, but it's cute. It's it is cute. Love, but it's how we love each other. And, yeah. I yeah. think if you get to that level, your news is news. So, and if you're not, I have to like tell you things about me you didn't read them. Yeah. So there's not this continuing conversation I'm having with fans yet. A, because yeah. I don't try. I'm bad at social media, and I don't yeah. have a publicist. But yeah. like, you know, there's this way that. Once you have fans, you're sort of a part of their everyday life or conversation, and that is hard to create. Mm -hmm. You want to, while that music is playing, I'll tell a sweet story before we jump in to more sweet stories. I just did a podcast that came out today. I recorded it last week. And, like, I have fans. Things are going okay. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm rich in every way except for money, Mm -hmm. and I'm post-mating, and I have a lot of class rage about it, Uh, but I've been honest. I have some holes in my shoes, and I told some jokes about having holes in my shoes on this podcast, and they got my Venmo out of me, and the fans of that podcast gave me enough money to buy shoes today. They bought me Whoa. shoes. Oh my god, I'm crying. So that's sappy music. I'm not. That's, you're not going to get my memo. I don't need any more money. Cry. But like, people can be nice to each other. I have fans out there that like care about me. And when my shoes became a part of their news, they participated in it the way that they could. It was very cool. It was just helpful and wonderful. That's amazing. And like, no, I, we're not Bill Burr, but the re- we form these baby relationships, and I try to lean on that confidence so I don't have to it's, tell you. I have baby relationships. There are some people that have been commenting and liking my stuff for a long time. It's yeah, exciting, right? I don't even it's do cool. stand-up shows. It's cool. I don't even do like, anything like this. I think like this. Paul F. gave me this, like, gave me the idea, not me, but the world. I guess maybe he didn't invent this idea, but he articulated it really well when he was like, I don't want to do those rooms anymore where... The where I have to win them over, like right. the room, like I know there's an audience out there for me, and I know that they like what I have to say and they want to see me, and I'm just going to perform for them only. Yeah, because why do I seek out larger audiences when like it's already established who's going to like me in the first place? And that's Which comedy I like anyway. That. So few people care that much yeah. about comedy, and they're going to find the comedy and they so love. And so, where my frustration is, where I'm at, is I don't feel like the people that would like my comedy know about me yet and they will and it drives me fucking crazy I promise if, if I you needed like... shoes you'd have shoes tomorrow I don't I like that's what we can yeah. believe in that enough people love just and it, that should be enough the shoes thing should be enough it shouldn't be that every person out there who's not getting the Alice Wetterlund that they need in their life right. has to get it that shouldn't be the quest because every new discovery of a new idea is like the great thing that we all search for but like I still want that. I still want every fan possible fan, you know? You want to go where I want to talk to every possible boldly. mind. You know? I do. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing that, like, it's not something that keeps me going. It's something that fucking bums me out. 
You know, I wish that it kept me. There's just no way to make this not inspirational. I'm, I'm trying excited. to get to an I'm inspirational place. But I'm so proud of us right now. But that's why pumped. I want to get out there time and time again. Because it can't be about that. Yeah. It has to be about the feelings that we leave on the floor that night. Because they're going to disappear the next goddamn day. Listen. And that's why we have to get up another day all and right. try again. And we have to leave it all out on the stage. We do. You're out here listening. You're listening to Trex in the City. You know there's this friend in your life that doesn't get enough Alice Wetterland, that doesn't get enough Veronica or Kaylin or Tiny Major Dog with her paw on my leg right now, worried because I'm yelling. Tell your person out there, you got to tell them. Rate this with five stars. Rate it with five stars, guys. Put the rating where it needs to be so we get back up in those in those podcasty things. In the rating. And that's going to be the way you tell your friends that you don't even know yet. Those friends that are out there driving around in traffic right now that don't have a podcast to listen to. They don't have a, a person reflecting back to them their reality, which is that I think this show is really great. I sometimes like to have it on the background. I wish somebody was talking mm-hmm. about it, but not do all the like nerdy mm-hmm. bullshit that like, you know, like, you know, I wish there was somebody like that and also talk about their vaginas. I wish there was that. I wish there was that. I feel so alone right now. That person is out there and all you need to do is give us five stars. Five clear stars. height. Five clear, stars. clear heights. Full spaceships. Sassy terror. Can't fall on. Smash subscribe. Strange Angel on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> it just ended up with Veronica plugging. <laughs> My, so awesome. I was quiet the entire time and then I just <laughs> so good. button it with tack, a plug. Tack it on at the end. You're like a little, you're like a Sean, Sean, not Sean John. Um, <laughs> who's the guy that does rap and he's just like, yo, Diddy, is it Diddy? He just, his oh, whole thing. Is that DJ Khaled? Is it Farnsworth that just looked good DJ in every Khaled. video? I feel DJ like he's Khaled, probably a producer. Like another one. That's yeah, all he that's says. Yeah, that's the guy. Another one. Yeah, 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 that's DJ Khaled. Another one. He's another like, one. We the best. <laughs> just like catchphrases. Yeah. <laughs> like Big Sean does like a crazy like uh, tongue gymnastics of like uh, mind blowing lyrics. And then he goes. We the best. That's, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Honestly, I wish I had that person in my life. You know that most rappers are Gemini's? I did not. I'm going to say I didn't know that. Well, now you know. All right. <laughs> oh, Christ. Because we're right. obsessed with words. We're? Wait a minute. Oh, we're, oh, as we're Gemini. we are Gemini's. Right. I was like, we? Are you a rapper? Yeah, I'm a Grammy winner award winner what if you were just a grammy collecting rapper like not a winner i'm just Just like like, a guy who collected data it'd be kind of gangster if you just stole grammys i mean i'd be proud i think it's weirdly possible do we just get i'd be excited if we just let this roll right now we kind Um, of basically do hey guys so would you buy a t-shirt for 50 dollars if you knew it only cost seven dollars to make We wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. It's just me here in the studio. With Everlane, you never have to overpay for quality clothes. Listen, Everlane only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. And they tell you the real cost so you know you're never overpaying, which I love. You know, there's a theory about that. Like if everyone just was honest about what they actually pay for things, how the economy would be better and we actually live in a better world. So that's kind of what Everlane is doing. Everlane wants you to know what you're paying for and why. They're radically transparent about every step in the process, for the materials they use to the ethical factories they work with. Because Everlane sells directly to you, the prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. Essentials like their cotton crew t-shirt are exactly what they should be. Simple, stylish, and made from quality materials. So... I got the cashmere crew. I got those delicious 
leather boots that are so soft. I got those pants. I don't know. Okay, I have it. It's the modern boyfriend jean. I wear it every day. I've gone out to the movie theater every single day with it. And now they're my signature jeans. And now I have been also rocking the 100% human tee. And you know what? I look awesome. I look great. And people are like, what the fuck? What is that? And I'm like, it's Everlane, bitch. So Everlane Timeless Essentials are just what you're looking for. No frills, just quality. And right now you can check out our personalized collection at everlane.com slash treks. Plus, you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash treks. Everlane.com slash treks. This episode was terrific and I want to thank you for uh, letting me watch this again. It was terrific. It's loaded. It is a bloated baked potato. There's this has got the chives, bacon bits, cheddar. This give you heartburn at the end. Yeah, so definitely. It's like a lot. Um, but it's episode 24 of season three, Menage, Menage a Troy. Troy. Netflix synopsis goes When Troy's mother spurns advances made by a Ferengi, Daemon, a Ferengi, for some reason Ferengi. they put a comma in between Ferengi and Daemon, even her. though it should just be Ferengi Daemon, he takes it upon himself to kidnap both mother and daughter. Not to mention, I'm, this, is my, this is me Riker. saying this. Riker. Yep, yep. Present, and I have that shirt of that bartender is for the closing reception. like Smash. the uniform of the... No longer of, visible. There's some hoods walking by here. There's just the, the yeah, the fashion. Is that Felicia Rashad? Nope. <laughs> yes, though. Yeah. But also, yes. Famously. She has her hair, like her, like, uh, little the, known fact. 80s blowout. Felicia Rashad, while, uh, while she was doing a... Um, a Golden Globe and Emmy winning turn on the Cosby show also did some background work on Star Trek The Next Generation. She was on a lot. It's 75 bucks. What are you going to do? Sneeze at that? Come on. I tempted the other day for that's three hours. That's lunch. <laughs> that's lunch at the Ivy. So That's a plane ticket to New York. Uh, so during the scene where they introduce the plot there's this guy playing Ferengi. No. This oh yeah. There's Ferengi, a Ferengi playing, playing the 3D chess. Actually, this is like way more with Riker. levels than normal. Yeah, it's way too much. It's like a multi-level Ferengi chess. Uh, and they are playing music in the background that is unmistakably annoying. Like a marimba. It's, it is supposed to be in your head. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. Uh, uh, it it's stayed in my head. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, he's saying what it is. That's why I. Let's, can it you up. put the captions on? Because I yes, my darling. can't function. Yes, my darling. Like this. It's so funny because the other. I just can't work in these conditions. <laughs> Queen's Gambit finished off with the Alderman Exchange. What? Damn. Why do we need to reload? It's unfair. I couldn't concentrate he's gonna with say all what that it noise. Is. Noise? It's Algolian ceremonial <laughs> rhythms. <laughs> 
Elgonian oh. ceremonial rhythms, and just then, like every 16-year-old boy's rocking out to. Speaking like a New York socialite. socialite. I toast the success. Of he the is like the worst anthropology major that you've ever met. I love Crusher. Don't. I love everyone on this show. I don't not like anyone on this show. This episode gave me a very big Crusher boner. Yeah. At, at the end. For whom? Wesley. Wesley. At the end when he. Oh yeah, it's the sweetest. The the whole Crusher mm. arc through this whole episode is. Great. It's a great when he steps in to the bridge. Yeah, it was like exactly. I mean, and he wasn't. I like that. I just like the whole, you know, him being sort of sad about the changes in his life. It's coming. Yeah, it it's, is. Yeah, you know, um, rites of passage and it's all a, over and this it, episode. And, it, and for the one, the first time, I feel like, uh, not maybe the first time, but one of the very few occasions in which there's a B story that is like a full B story until the end when it ties in normally. Like a, it's right. a normally structured episode. It's high stakes too. It's like a yeah. B story that I care about. I've yeah. been watching this episode, this show for now three seasons. Yeah. And well, they're long characters. seasons. Exactly. They're not 10 episode seasons. They're long seasons. And Wesley has grown so much since he first arrived on the Enterprise and now he's going to go suddenly. And so I, I couldn't remember because I watched it fully several years ago. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't remember if this is when he actually leaves or when he stayed. And it was, I was sad. I was like, I'm not ready to not be with Wesley. Right? Yeah. I was not ready. Well, thankfully. Well, neither was Wesley. Neither norm- was and Wesley. And normally the B stories on this show yeah. tend towards the inconsequential. Yeah. Yes. Like a B story that you're like, why am I seeing this? You know, like, oh, somebody's having a problem baking cookies or something like that. Well, <laughs> I was literally baking cookies while I watched this episode <laughs> really? today. That was, that's a true. That's, that's a true. so comforting. That's, what kind? It was chocolate chip. Just a oh, just cookie. chocolate Real chip. Real mellow. See, I'm because well, we're getting into cookie season. It's Yeah. It's Are here. We? Uh, the Ferengi, I should, uh, this is, so I, I can't help but glance over because mm-hmm. Loxana yeah. has appeared. What I'll do is I'll keep it playing. And if there's a scene that you want to hear for the listeners, oh, we'll I, just turn it up. Man, so. yeah. Loxana's and, and on it's the hard screen, to choose. So I can't say no. Uh, I love that the Ferengi get on and just immediately get a boner for a lady and try to buy her. Yep. That's the, the Ferengi show up. Everybody's nervous about them and they immediately try to buy a lady. Yes. So this is a scene where um, Damon Tog uh, who is on board the Enterprise, um, gets uh, a boner for and then approaches Luxana Troy, who's just trying to mind her own business after her daughter was like yelling at her for being extra. Said I believe. I am Damon Tog of the Ferengi vessel Creighton. May I join you? I was just going to see Captain Picard. Excuse me. Hi, guys. Yes. <laughs> So but like of, most toxic males, he is not dissuaded. I just want to point out that all of these um, guys who play Ferengis yeah. play several characters. Yeah. Sure, and yes. they also are like, I was trying to figure out if one of these was in DS9, but both of the Ferengis have played several characters. That makes in the sense. TNG, in the Star Trek franchise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can kind of see it in both of them. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. Right? You're like, I have seen this uh, one little dude. So um, this is uh, this is a seminal scene that we have to play, obviously, uh, where she reads him the riot act. Um, she dresses him down, as it were. Uh-huh, uh-huh. She reads him um, after he tries to buy her. So we'll hear that. Loxana Troy, I desire you. What? You see, your Betazoid skills would be very useful to me, and I find you very attractive. I am willing to pay handsomely for you. I don't believe this. You must be aware that every female 
has her price. Uh oh. And then the, the music should kick in, but it can't because. You really need to get really this really weird. One thing straight. That's right. I am not for sale. And if by some chance I were to become available, I would rather eat Orion wing slugs than deal with a toad face. People are turning around. Like you. So go away and find yourself somebody else to become your property. People are just, uh... As you wish. I'm going to quote that the next time uh, an advance right. comes my way. It still happens. Don't hey! rule it out. Don't pretend Grandma ain't still, still got it. Still got it. Caitlin Gill getting approached. Yeah, that's uh, right. In public and needs just a roster of things to say, <laughs> apparently. Um... Yeah, so I, you know, obviously she's amazing and this is a great scene. Um, and she's reacting to the idea that someone wants to buy her and that's her, like, she's very offended by that. Um, so this is the threat that sets up the first act that finishes up. Now that you've totally humiliated us, may we return to our vessel? She is exhilarating, isn't she? <laughs> and now I want her. More than ever, Roxana Troy, you will be mine. Always good news when a guy says that about you. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's never upsetting or never horrible. a deep concern. Yeah, no. yeah, not at all. You will be mine. You know, stuff like that. It's like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm definitely going to get something out of this. Maybe like a green shimmery costume. He sounds like <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> so uh, I will say, I like it. Uh, I like my bad guys bad right up front. Yep. Uh, in life and in fiction, uh, if you're going to be that guy, be that guy with your cards on the table. That's don't pretend. Right. Don't Billy Zane and Titanic meme pretend I'm in something other than your or, property. Or don't 2018. I'm just a nice guy. No, you're me. not. Yeah, you. That's, and don't be nice. That's fine. Slyly uh, bullshit me behind closed doors or whatever. Or exactly. like not stick up for me in mixed company. Yeah, I like mm. a I like a direct villain. That make that pleases me. I would have pulled away too, Alice. It's, well, I, I realize I've got a uh, major on my lap right now, and I realize that like there was no, there was no. There's it's really hard for me to focus when I have like a the world's cutest thing on my lap. So it's a cute thing. I, I have, have to, a cute. Dog. I'm gonna let her go. Uh, fair. <clears throat> I <laughs> I feel like a I the Deanna Lexana mother daughter relationship moms you know what i mean like that is what so, a way to carry what how could you not be right Ugh. so and they do have this how could like you not be frustrated with yes and how could you not be frustrated with deanna like right. they're such reflections of each other they're such intense people that they inspire the polar opposite in the other so this is that scene also, Mother? these are real people who are really in space. Totally. That's how I watch yeah. the show. Yeah. I understand that Mother, they are actors. Please. We can talk about them yeah. on that level. But as characters, yeah. I need them to be real. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, they are. Me too. Oh, after that awful little Ferengi insulted me, I little. need to center myself. Can you imagine that dreadful little creature talking to me like that? Doesn't he realize that I am the daughter of the fifth house of Beta Zen? How many oh, houses the are there in Chalice of Reeks? The sacred chalice of Reeks is an old clay pot with mold growing inside it. <gasps> well, this is like millennial yes. baby booner. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that's... Come on, little one, sit down. Talk to me. We spend so little time together. That's true. I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to get so upset with you at the reception. I like that the bottom of the screen is just tits. Deanna, mm-hmm. that the whole... Do you understand? Mm-hmm. You're all I have. Love that. 
The, t- the top two thirds is plot, bottom third. I am happy. <laughs> Boom. Why can't you believe that? Oh, I wish I could. So many women have had this conversation. I'm also going to say, Dana Troy, no one believes you're happy. Look at your face. Have you seen your voice? You are perpetually so scared all the time. Yeah, she. It looks like you just looked away from the cage with a dead canary in it. Constantly. (laughs) That's the constant face. Oh, I know something terrible. Nobody else does. My friends here on the Enterprise. All right. In case my mom told me that. I shouldn't I worry because she has some people that she's making wedding ha- dresses for that uh, are marrying at 42, 45. Oh, the- <laughs> I've heard that so much. You know what's interesting? Uh, what the there, that, that talk by, um, what's his face? Uh, Tracy Ellis Ross. That talk by, the, she did an L Awards talk. Yeah. Um, I can't have you Instagramming people that are that hot right now. <laughs> You understand, right? That is Julio. It's too it's too sexy, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't think it's human. So um, there's a, a talk that she did for L Awards where she was like, people come up to me all the time and they're like, don't worry, people get married in their 40s. Like, my friend had a kid at 49, you know, ah! saying things to her. And she's like, I a threat. have an Emmy. Yeah, I'm good. Like, I have an Emmy. Does anybody see my Emmy? <laughs> like... I'm look at me. I'm like I I look amazing. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm the holder of the Emmy. My 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 life is full. I have tons of friends and family that I love and sp- get to spend all the time with I want. I go to bed happy. I wake up happy. Like what is your problem, you know? And it's like this thing that that people, women especially have to I mean, women have to deal with. And I guess what we're saying here is that it's fucking universal. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's traveled through space and time. Space and time. It's- if you're a Bedazed woman, your mom is going to be on your ass to get married. But and don't have a Jewish kid. men also go through that? The well, whole, I mean, yes. I think every and, culture Women does. and Jewish men, right, Alec? <laughs> but yes. this is pretty I crazy. Know this. I know about this. Yeah. Alec has a lot of yentas that are chasing him down. The layers on this one are pretty <laughs> do you get like yet? Do you have like a blocking app on your phone that blocks yentas, like, uh, like, like spammer phone calls? Awesome. Good. I'm glad you're protected. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's time to let you in on a little secret. Zola. I freaking love Zola because it's helping all of my friends, all of my friends who are getting married, to do a wedding registry in such an easy way. Here's how. From engagement to wedding to decorating your first home, Zola is there, combining compassionate customer service with modern tools and technology. Tools and technology, guys. Are you listening to this? So we want you to join 500,000 couples, that's half a million couples, who've used Zola. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, your dream wedding registry, affordable save-the-dates and invitations, and easy-to-use planning tools. Like, did you just hear all that? Zola allows you to conveniently manage everything online and in one place. This saves couples so much time. And speaking of saving time, start with a free wedding website. It's so easy, and it takes just minutes to set up. You know those websites that people send like, hey, this is our website for the wedding. Yeah, you get that for free. Choose from over 100 beautiful wedding website designs that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. The trashy ones, the classy ones, the ones in between. An FAQ section helps you address those awkward questions like, can I bring my kids or do I have a plus one? Done. Done. The answers are there. FAQ section. Bitch. Click it. 
And you can put your Zola registry on your wedding website so guests can get all the details they need and buy your wedding gift in one convenient and beautiful place. Zola makes registering for newlywed life so easy. The Zola store has the widest selection of gifts and all different price points. There's something for every guest to give, from your poorest guests to your richest guests. And guests love free shipping and returns, price matching, and more. Over 500 top brands from OXO, OXO, and Cuisinart to Sonos and Airbnb. That's a lot, guys. So what are you waiting for? To start your free wedding website and also get 50 dollars off your registry on sola go to sola.com start treks slash treks not star treks although i like that it's sola.com slash treks that's z-o-l-a dot com slash treks that's a free wedding website and also 50 dollars off your registry on zola go to zola.com slash treks z-o-l-a dot com slash treks Um, a be child. Safe. That's what made me happy. At least until now. Mother, look. Perhaps someday I will marry. But you have to let me make my own choices. Live my own life and not the life that you would choose for me. You had your chance with Commander Riker. Not listening. Look right? how you ruined that. I did not that is ruin ice anything. Cold. I know. We've become very good friends. Well, all the better. You certainly wouldn't want to marry an enemy. Foreshadowing? I see we can't talk about this. Very well. Have it your own way, little one. Little one? You called me that when I was five. Now stop demeaning me and address me as an adult. She didn't have a problem with it like I'll be home on 14 seconds if you ago. Need me, Deanna. I love that you can hear the uh, telepathy of uh, yeah. Deanna. Sounds like the mistake. Um... Accessors to the neutrino. Okay, cap. so let me turn that volume down now. Adding God into the machine will allow us to do anything <laughs> we need. Um, so, yeah, so poor Deanna, poor, poor Luxana. Uh, they're just not connecting right now. And I, I feel for Deanna, um, but I don't, I don't know, like her it's really weird the message this episode sends because she's like yeah Riker and I are good friends I'm really happy with that relationship and then we fully see them kissing later well it's uh I yes I mean I the Riker Deanna relationship is complicated neither one of them really know what to do about it but it, it doesn't need to be complicated why can't they just like oh I love it but it's like a I show that's it. like listen we're not it's together and then for. they're kissing it's all I'm waiting for is this tension and no one's addressing it I, well, I, yes, uh, uh, I think it's like intergenerational between Diana and Lexana. And there's also like two debates about womenhood going on where it's like Diana's like, I'm fine on my own. And mom's mm -hmm. like, I don't know, you're kind of safer with a dude, even though they can be unsafe, which both of those are true. Yeah. So it's like that weird, you know, anti-feminist, but it closes the circle to like female protectiveness yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, that I hear a lot in old ladies or women I'm trying to understand who are on the other side of some kind of aisle where it's like, why do you think it's a good idea to be close to your abuser? Oh, because yeah. it's the safest place to be. Right. Oh, right, got right, it. Right, where right. you need a man to protect you from what? Men. Like, yeah, yeah don't, no, that doesn't, that circle is closed. That yeah. circle, it's a closed loop, that logic. Right, right, but you right. can't get out of it because it's closed. It's a loop. You're stuck in it. It's a thing. Yeah, but this idea of that, uh, that idea being pervasive in the 24th century, I mean, the idea here is moms that, will be moms, but women are safe. Women are entirely safe. There's no more like, you know, 
Except staying they both with your... get snatched by a Ferengi in the next yeah. scene. Right now it's Riker, Indiana. If yeah. you're following along, viewers, Riker, Indiana have disappeared to the sweet-ass planet for a little leave, and they're, like, smooching because they get to. Because, <laughs> hell yeah, like, if you're on good terms with your ex oh, and I you're on vacation. Oh, I never noticed this when they were kissing before. You want to hear this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it's all visual, though. I don't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> Drives me crazy. Um, your mother. I like the background talking. All I'm saying so is if I was single is, there well, and I was on good died. terms with exes, I would still like to have sex. Okay, that's a popular that's opinion. That's all I'm asking. Here you know what I mean? Oh, it's lovely. It's a flower and honestly, it's fine. I remember that sound. But it makes a noise. And all the good times it's we cool. Had. And all the good times we had. I remember certain junior officer being a very serious psychology student. That's sexy. That's and in the background, you can see his, the, Luxana's there. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Fuck me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great soundbite. Pull that. <laughs> <laughs> they just kissed. I wonder what Veronica Slash fiction they would be about. just kissed. I'll never know. <laughs> My what? How did My what? Your Slash fiction. Like, Slash? Honestly, like, mine's about Luxana's assistant. That actor <laughs> right? is amazing. He's so awesome. He's an incredible actor. Slash fiction is when people write like sort of pornographic, erotic fiction about a show. Yeah. Like where they imagine two characters, two characters getting together. And it's I was just being like super sarcastic. Like, I wonder what yours would be about. Chapter one. <laughs> As she takes her finger out of his butthole. <laughs> the turgid member <laughs> pressing to start, through. The- to start, I actually don't like that in erotic fiction when they start already fucking. I guess it makes sense no, that she you just would. Finished. In competitive erotic fiction, fan fiction, it's narrowly. She just, just finished. on that show. I've learned the hard way. You gotta start fucking. But if you're writing leisurely erotic fan fiction for your fans to enjoy your fiction, yeah. take your time. Yes. If well, you're reading actually, it aloud in a competitive show, get to the fucking. I'm asked. Don't mix Tim Allen I and Wilson. When I pleasure myself at home. His boner was visible through the red suit. I listen to. I don't. I don't listen Deanna to. I read. I feel I've, it. I've, have you seen? I'm not stories? really interested in it anymore. It's been. Yeah, it's been disappointing me lately. So I haven't no, done I'm it as much. No, I've been But I've, I've. I've read erotic stories, and I don't like it when they start having sex. No, Why? I'm with you. Because I need to. I generally, what I'll do is I'll read a little bit in the beginning to see if it's the type of scenario that I like. Then I'll skip the meat of the story because they'll do a lot of setup. And yeah. I'm like, I get it. And I also like to skip some stuff that determines their characteristics. So when do you masturbate? Um, the third Wednesday but of you every just, new moon. <laughs> you just read them for pleasure, from like, <laughs> mental pressure? No, I, I read the story and I masturbate as I read, like as I go along. Yeah, you can kind of do both. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's it's I'm called like, a one-handed read. I also need bad acting in my pornography. <laughs> uh-huh. I need a yeah, really friend, bad setup, and I need to know everybody knows it's fake, and I need to watch yeah, the bad acting. My friend pointed out Are it's better when there's, there's like words spelled wrong. I, yeah. do, I will watch some porn. I like a gay porn. I've well, been watching. Course. Me too. I've been watching. Yeah, I'm, a nor- I'm a normal woman. <laughs> I've been watching trans people fucking women, which I usually like men fucking uh, trans men, women. That's also fun. It's I usually fun. like a um, uh, straight guy fucking anything that society uh-huh. wouldn't allow it. It just turns me on because they. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I get that. Makes me so happy. Absolutely. <laughs> it makes me so happy to see them like, uh, uh, Well, I don't think like society wants me to person. want that lurch dude that slicks on as assistant, but I do. Interesting. Yeah, I, I can completely uh, identify with that. Why, right? why that is. It hot. makes like the male so um, 
vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I adore that. I like that it's too. It's not even turn, a turn on. It's just me kind of being like, ha ha ha. So um, speaking of turn-ons, mm-hmm. Wesley is in another part of this show. Speaking of turn-ons, what about Loxana's suit in the picnic? Yeah. She has like floating beads. I guess one of the things that distracted me during this uh, episode was how deeply uncomfortable these outfits, these leisurely outfits they would wear. Like they wear these feudal gowns. Like now that Deanna Troy is on shore leave, she's wearing a full-on 80s prom dress. And... Uh, just on a picture. It's true. Yeah. I will say that while I was thinking about fashion from And he's this episode, in Columbia Sportswear. On the way over, I was thinking about this shirt that Riker's in in this scene, this very royal blue. Yeah. It's like the, you know, the very boldest solid. thing that's ever been in a J. Crew catalog. Yeah, 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 very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very solid. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, so solid block. The, last time we met, you were the Kansas City Royals uniform of the future. Yes. Oh, it's like a no. members only. But what happens to me Shroud. is I am much more concerned with other people getting on with their lives. Mother. Mother. Mr. Holm, I noticed some Udaberry back along the Mr. Holm. I should do path. him the honor of remembering Think his some. name. Mm-hmm. What is his name? I already forgot Mr. it. Mr. Holm. He just said it one second ago. Mr. Holm and I could go back home. I was distracted. Like to be alone. It's a, such a romantic setting. Udaberry's. Mother, stop it. Udaberry's is distracting. Darling, you have been it's so true. excitable lately. That's my mom, I swear. This is so frustrating. I was going to say, as complicated as my mom is, I am thankful she doesn't tell me who and when to fuck. Mm. Pretty stoked that she's never left an environment just being like, hey, I'm leaving because I think you two want to bone down. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Reverend Jill Ross. Appreciate that feedback. Is that your mom a yeah, reverend? My mom's a pastor. <gasps> oh, nice. When you, get a, when you go to school to be a pastor, you go to seminary, the uh-huh. degree you get is a master of divinity, which I think is the coolest degree. <laughs> That's get. an amazing degree. I'm an atheist, so I don't. So what? But, um, I want a master's of divinity. What right? church? Yeah. Uh, Lutheran. Lutheran? Oh, my God. I'm from yeah. Minnesota, so I know a fuck, oh, yeah. a fuck ton of Lutherans. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, Lutherans are, mm, Luther was anti-Semitic. Yeah, I'm sorry about yeah, that. I mean, and pick we're a just forever apologize. Oh, really? One Abrahamic religion is battling against another? No way. That hasn't Whoa. defined the course of modern history Thank for you. 2000 and years. I hate it. They're all cults. They're all just cults. No, anyway. Luther just actually hated Jews. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. How do you feel okay. major about your mom being an atheist? Huh? I, seems I believe in dog. I believe in dog. Um, so I have a religion. It's called food. <laughs> Wet food. Um. So let's go to the Wesley part because we get kidnapped. All right. We're just going to skip that part because the Frankie shows the Frankie. up. The Frankie, the Frankie who wants up. to Wait, down wanna, the flex I on shows see, up. I want to see their nudity part where because Frankie's females are nude okay. and they show up there. And also I would be bickering even if That's they got, perfectly if I, timed. You, even you, if you clicked right on the you. phasing. I really do. In the, the nudes. Yeah. Uh, if, even if I got kidnapped with my mom, I would still probably be bickering yeah. through it. Oh, so, no question. Yeah, it's like no that movie with Amy Schumer. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that um, that uh, like borderline racial. Position to play a drunk girl in a bar in that movie. Really? <laughs> oh. Snatched? I didn't even get snatched. Yeah, I actually laughed and laughed in that movie. Maybe because I smoke weed. Maybe because right? you smoke weed. <laughs> I smoke and weed, and fine. then I went oh. to this oh. movie set. No, oh. are you done with the story? Oh, yeah. okay, I'm playing it. No, motherfucker. Transporters can't be. I'm just wondering. Why have you removed our clothing? Females do not deserve the honor of clothing. Wow. They're as bad as humans. Look at that leer on his face. What's a leer? It's a 
dirty gaze. His is an oh, expression a narrow of eyed dirty gaze. I like that. But his I like that she used that, that I word. I do not share, Style this into something. She passes her, her daughter a green. I love that the Ferengis just have green, shiny fabric laying around yeah. the ship. Fabulous. Accustomed to dealing with Betazoid females. Now, the Waxana, I have a uh, business proposition for you. Thanks, but I'm not in my pants. In Hello. Hear me out. Hi. Your telepathic powers <laughs> could bring us both great profit. <laughs> Why would I want to bring you profit? In order to keep your daughter alive and healthy, for one. What is his is no other accent threats. that he has? Yeah. The Waxana is a sensible female. I don't like the sound of this, Mother. I believe I can control him, little one. I didn't know much about hair sure or that, in particular uh, drag queens until I was a little older. But there are at least eight wigs on this set right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> There's yeah. so much hair grafted to other hair to make all these looks work. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely cascade. true. Nobody has this much hair. Reminder, Ferengis are bald. Those eight wigs belong just on Luxana and Deanna Troy. And it's striking because they're wearing nothing else. So it's just it's, the wig. I always think about her hair, uh, at least Troy, um, Deanna's, is very, very heavy. I'm always like, oh, it's God, it must be. be so heavy. I it's so much hair. Because she looks like the cartoon Jasmine from Aladdin, <laughs> but in real life. Um, uh, so Luxana is going to try to play this dude. I can't believe that they didn't make um, Deanna have sex with Riker while she was naked in the cell with him alone. You know what I think is I don't know that they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I there's like what I thought about that. that. And this out. is yeah. why I like there's you. There's no Alice. reason yeah. to think that That's they didn't. Fair. Good point. You know, at least a little fillet. I love that she just put that on and already has like a, a bow on it. Yeah, like a, a gorgeous detail. Because so Deanna's like, gonna try to like kind of fuck information. Like she's like, "Don't worry, I got this guy. He's a, twisted around my little really, finger." She's really, I mean, really grossed spy. out by him. Oh, well, yeah, that's the layers in this episode. Wouldn't you gave you? us quite an episode. Wouldn't this- you be the, uh, uh, grossed out? I don't know if she would be. Well, that's the yes, right? That's so she's the, like that's protecting her daughter. She is undergoing a sexual experience that she doesn't want to because she knows she can endure it, but she knows her daughter does not feel the same way, wouldn't have the same threshold yeah. for that kind of shit yeah. that she would. So layered. Because it's fucked up, the it's whole badass. situation. But oh, is it that yeah. fucked up if Lexana is like, nah, I'm fine with it. She's not, fine. though. Here's what I... She's a mom, what, too. Like, it, that instinct, does it ever go away? Like, if Major was ever in trouble... Mm. I mean, of course. Yeah, yes. I've you, already pictured myself dying in the building, throwing assuming, yourself out the window as it burns down around me. Yes. I'm assuming you feel like a mother to <laughs> your dog. That is, yes. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, absolutely. That's how I feel about my cat as well. So if something were to happen, I'd be like, yeah, I'll have sex with your disgusting ass just to save my cat, if that was what was needed. Sure. Ulti- like, really needed. But I would have sex with a creep to protect my mom. I because wouldn't. I am, if this would be the reverse in the dynamic that I live in... Where, like, Mm -hmm. I am more capable of that than women in my circle that I would seek to protect. So I don't know that it's generational. I think it's a love instinct, but I don't think it's strictly maternal. It's a part of the personality. But there's this, it is a personality thing. And because the conversation nationally has been focused on this kind of stuff, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, it's part of the Me Too conversation that there's a threshold that women live, like, in. And there are things that have happened to me that I'm totally fine with that would destroy others. There's things that have other people have been totally fine with that might have floored me. You just don't necessarily know. And the idea that there's some sort of, like, 
blanket idea of what's okay for everybody is what's troubling a lot of people. It's like, well, everybody's going, well, but how am I going to know if I'm doing that? And it's like, you have to figure that out. I don't know, are you with Alexana or Deanna? Because it's going to be different. That's a mother-daughter duo that you could probably dip your toe into both waters of, but you're going to have to swim different because those ain't the same. (laughs) Yeah, I will ride this analogy into the night. I love a great analogy. I'm I'm here. I'm with you. I'm behind you. I'm I'm following. so behind you. Swim into the deepest, troppiest waters of it. I, uh, yeah, I just think it's, a, you and the men, again, because yeah. we're dealing with, I commented earlier that I appreciate a bad guy who's just bad right up front. Who's yeah. like, no, nah, I'm trying to buy you and sleep with you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate knowing that. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, that's the other factor. You're not dealing with the duplicitous dude. It's right. all out on the table. This guy's going to try to bone me down and right. I'm going to try to get the most out of that I can. Right. It's I a like weird, that. it's weird. It's, it's, a different, it's a different story if you're trying to figure out if he's two faces. Right. So when, when he's straight up, then you have to deal with a whole other set of things. I right. like that. Let between me ask you, you and your mom. Sorry. Between, between you and your mom, Alice? Yeah. No. You? Me. You? Mm-hmm. Between me and my mom. No one asked me, so. For sure me. I would do me. So. Because um, my mom. Let me ask you this, though. Who's going to deal with that later? Don't you think, Mm-mm. knowing this show and knowing Luxana Troy, the way she is, like, I wanted them to address at least a little bit, why it is that she's so grossed out by this guy, but so into every other guy that ever walks. I mean, isn't that just us? Like, have you ever wondered that about yourself? But that's kind of like so interesting to me that I wish that they had at least like... I can tell you, you why, too. I, mean? I got she, another theory that she points up he's on. tiny. This is another right, layer that doesn't help, but she would dig another tiny guy. This Definitely. is freaks and creeps. So I like a villain who lays his card on the table. I appreciate that. Yeah, but yeah. then there's another branch off here where are you dealing with a freak or a creep? Right. A freak wants you to like what's up, but they are freaky about it. They're going to be on, I want to lick behind your knees. They want some weird shit. A yeah. creep doesn't want you to like it. That's this Ferengi dude. He doesn't uh, care if Luxon is into it. He wants what he wants. He he's being also, honest about that, but also, he is a creep. He likes he the chase, which is that I ner- love like Revenge of the Nerds, like 80s, like, oh, she's so hard to get, you know, and it's like, no, she's actually she's running actively away from disgusted you. She has by you and is you. afraid of you. She has rejected and it's, a, then, it's a definitive. And that making it more interesting is actually like a really bad impulse. Yes. That makes yes. the guy really creepy. Whereas, yeah, it's like. Whereas a freak will get rejected. Like, Alice, I want to lick yeah. behind your knees. No? Yeah, yeah. Well, great. I'm glad you have a co-host. Can like I lick behind your knees? Right. Like Barney you just, on be like, yeah, How I Met Your Mother. Sure. For sure. instance, he goes after everyone. Like, uh, are you available? No, are you available? Or like Jackie Cation's dad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yes. How to flirt. It's exactly. a numbers game. Yeah. Um, interesting. 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 Um, we haven't talked about Wesley at all, though. I also more. feel like Ferengi. We'll get there. I feel like feel... let's name Wesley for the, the Wesley's okay. the sweet rap. I feel like Ferengi's skin feels like a nail file, and that's not nice. Yeah, his skin is so gross, and she proceeds to like. Of but course. In DS9, that Bajoran woman just adores Nog. Oh. Oh, the Ferengi. There's a Ferengi. I forget. I'm not as familiar. There's a Ferengi. You get to see a mutual Ferengi love down. Yeah. I'm, that kind of makes me happy. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. She likes her his ears and caresses them. And I will say Damon Tog sucks because of the creep factor. Right. And because he's dumb. Like his, right. he is also like, incompetent. I'm yeah. watching D- Damon Tog, and I'm like, okay, so the Ferengi thing is that they're all about being super into getting the best deal, right? And I'm like, you're 
only interested in this lady because she can help you and you also want to bone her down. But like you have immediately lost your ability to think straight and you're just giving her the access codes to your entire ship. Like that is the stupidest person you're, yeah, that's you who's know. currently running the world. And I don't like when they portray like entire species as stupid, you know, and I feel that they do give the Ferengi the dolty treatment sometimes like, well, there's these the, idiots always want to deal. I mean, as things you go know. on, like, so Luxana tries to get a code to control the computer out of what's his face, yeah. the captain guy, but his little subordinate quickly sees the opportunity to try to seize a little control. Yeah. And then we got we got a threat here because yeah. the other Ferengi is like a straight up tool. We can go to that scene. It's just evil. Uh, which again, I appreciate you being straight up about it, but he does not let his dick get in the way. So uh, he, I should in, I mean, I keep, I jump around a little bit, but I just saw his Royal blue shirt pop up. In the meantime, Riker is like in the scene sort of, but not mm-hmm. helping the women at all. His mm-hmm. strategy for escaping is chess. He yeah. notices that the guards are like playing chess and he just arrogantly schools them at chess right. until they are frustrated enough to let him out to play chess. That's the kind of stuff they teach you at the academy, you know? Again, I will say this. That's what I don't like when they do the Ferengi treatment where they're all idiots. Like, it's okay in this situation because always in every movie, always everywhere, guards are idiots. And they always get fucking fooled. So, like, that's fine. But, like... You know, our heroes are the smart guys who outsmart them. That's okay. But like, I don't like them giving the stereotyping of an entire species like that are (laughs) non-human as being dumb bothers me. Sure. So like the Klingons are kind of idiots about their code of honor or whatever. And so by the time we get to DS9, it's cool that they give the Ferengi their own, you know, space to be and like have a character that's developed. I would be okay with that if humans didn't have it all figured out. Yeah, Like, And I guess it's not humans, it's the Federation, which is even creepier. So Uh, creepy. But it's, uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong. That instinct is odd. I once played a guard in a a child's uh, play, uh, children's theater. What if that was the end of the story? (laughs) Go on. How'd it go? Oh, I played a dumb one, yeah. 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 So... That was the end. Just want to put that. Yeah, <laughs> that was the end. I just want to put that out there. So was this before? Was this like like child, child, little kid? No, no. Did you do plays when you were a little kid? Well, yeah, you well, did. I Theater started when stuff? I was like ten. Oh, okay. Um, <sighs> that's awesome. Yeah, it was nice. I, my first play I ever did, I waved at my mom, and she was like, "Don't do that." <laughs> and so, so cute. I learned. <laughs> my God, I bet you were an adorable child. That's kind of cute. Sweet. Farik thought it was a bad idea. Farik. But I knew better. So she's giving him... um, I knew best. This is just like every Republican marriage in 2018. (laughs) Did they just have sex or they... It's like a profit-driven, blunt dude getting touched in a gross way by a woman who's like, I guess this is better than being literally cast out into space. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's so sad. It's so real. Yeah, this is a loaded episode. Baked... Potato. Full Wait, on. Every topic. What do you call it when they're touching the ears? It's called giving giving them. He says he it. He says it earlier. Do I need to find a lobe massage? Find that. It's the Ferengi erogenous zone massage. And I think that she's starting to do it here. I'm not sure. If you're screaming it at the, your speakers right now, you're right. You know it. Telepathy. And my cunning, I foresee a very profitable future. Oh, no, it's this is the beginning of it. Sorry. Sorry, guys. It makes me jealous. Okay. My, my, what I will never forget this. This is when I first saw this. It's been burned in my brain. Ever told you how attractive they are? 
Some females think they are my best feature. No one has ever given me umox yeah, like this. Yeah, that's our first umox. umox. The first lady. There's no translation. Yeah, this is Stormy Daniels. This, this is, is yeah, Stormy. Is one of our most erogenous zones. Yeah, Melania is a figurehead. She's not touching Donald Trump. Jesus, Everybody knows that. Everybody knows it. She does not go near that motherfucker. If she does... She barely touches him in public, so there's no way. She's just there to be a hot wife. I'm, I'm so afraid to ask it, but I wonder every day, where's Baron? I wonder it all the time. <laughs> like, Man. as a nation, we should be concerned. Yeah. Did he get caught up in the cages at the border? That's what I wonder. <laughs> He's so great. Um, uh, do, so why do you think females do that to Republicans? <laughs> I mean, I, almost, I think a woman's life is a constant negotiation for proximity to predators. Yeah. yeah. How close are you going to be? How dangerous is it? Yeah. Friends close, enemies closer. Yes. It's like, are you a, are you the good one? How do you end up in that in that because place? Because if you, you stay with me, I hit you. If you leave me, I kill you. Yeah. No, no, but like even close to any of those guys because it's dangerous that's out where there. you live. Random chance. Because if you're with but no one, you we live, could all kill you. You meet but them if at you're a with bar. Me, I'll just hit you. You meet because them at a bar. Grow, no, if you grow up in a family of those guys. Mm-hmm. you will go date one of those guys. You don't know because then you're living in a society in which it's only acceptable to be that kind of guy. Did you see Luxana Troy talking to her like daughter who's traveled the galaxy, multiple degrees, speaks mm-hmm. every language, is accomplished in a career, and this fictional character who's very forward-thinking tells her fictional daughter that she's got to get a husband. It yeah. traveled through space. Like, I just think there's parallels yeah. for that on our earthly world well, where, uh, like, also that proves get you the a fact man. That that's such an accepted idea in our society that they would extrapolate that it exists in the 24th century in space. Like, oh, this human experience of women having to choose, you know? I think this writer's room is also guys who think that they are Riker and feel like they're treated like Ferengis. Like, there's a real smack (laughs) of, like... You know, we are examining these women characters as if they've been fully fleshed out. But yeah. I'm going to argue, I yeah. don't know, actually, yeah. what the writer's room for the show yeah. is at all. But I'm guessing it's white and male it because feels. it was made in the 90s. Yeah, what I so, don't yeah. understand about Star Trek and the writer's room <laughs> is that they are able to put something as loaded as this in such a modern way right. out there. Yes. But they themselves were in an era where they probably were shitheads mm-hmm. too. Yes. Like because people now are shitheads. So clearly 30 years ago it was worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> like that's just like how it, yes. So I don't understand how I like, oh, because it's space, I'm able to do this thing where I, I, I understand the loaded kind of yeah. woke situation. Let's just Allegories. say it like that. That's why we yeah. love these stories. That's why we've been telling them for so long. We love putting our problems on Earth in space just to see if they're any different. And we how love that you, they're not. But how are you able to, like, get that one? I'm not saying that any one of these writers were Ferengis or, sure. like, acted like this. But I, I just, I don't know how you're able to, like, write a story where you're, like, so awake. Awake? Yeah, awake. Let's just say awake. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, why your therapist aware. busts out a puppet. Aware, yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you know what I mean? It. Like the weird honesty you have in a third voice or to a third face. Like it, this show reflects a lot of things yeah. that we have a hard time discussing. If the and characters being. were human and if the stakes were earthly, we would have a harder time flushing right. out the conversations that this a show makes so easy. Yeah, but He's it's not here yeah, right now. My therapist yeah. when I was eight asking me to tell my feelings to the dragon puppet. And yeah. I could talk about my parents divorced to that dragon puppet for a full hour. But you ask me to say it straight to your face and I'm just going to hum and rock. Of a dragon puppet hand on the back of a couch, just like mouth open sleeping because you've been talking for so long. (laughs) (laughs) 
Right. It would not happen that way because 
I can't see myself that way. Because you didn't get that from childhood. I didn't get childhood. that from childhood. And I hadn't had it modeled for me. But it's like, not even like if we're you're not trying unpacking to do... our own box of issues. Like yes. whatever you're unpack, like there's yeah. something in the box to unpack. Whatever it is, however you were raised. But in addition, even if it. you have a super great feminist mom who's like trying really hard, if she grew up and she's in that kind of a relationship, then you're having it modeled for you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people that are young and like in these types of relationships with the Trump supporters, their dads were Trump supporters and their moms didn't want to support Trump in the Trump of that era, the Nixon supporter. And then the wife to tie it back in, you, you don't know. want to rub the ear, but there yeah. the ear is yeah. and you're in trouble if you don't so yeah. you rub the ear. And then you're telling your kid, like, don't get in this position where I'm in, where I'm tr- rubbing exactly the ear. Exactly the show. Yeah. You know, and then literally you with your mind telling anyway. your daughter to not get in this position. Right. Well, you're trying your best, but how can you not uh, follow the, the blueprint that you have seen? Like it's, yeah, it's you a can't one navigate without route, a map. You know. And when and when you're and when your only map says that, and then at the same time you're with that patriarchal p- person who's telling you you're a treasure, a treasure to be, a prize to be treasured. That's your dad, and it's like, well, he's a good dad. Well, yeah, that's but that's because he's dadding in that way. It's funny that all of this has. Uh, we're talking about all of this, and this episode kind of uh, touches on a lot of ears. <laughs> it touches on a lot of years. It touches on a lot of <laughs> of these topics. I'm not sure that the writers were had the awareness of what impact. Oh, I think this is one of those crazy stories that you just wrote. I don't think any they yeah. didn't think that deeply about this plot. But, they, like, but then what's about to happen Isn't is that so Riker funny? is like. He is like chess fighting with the guard, like being a noble dude, chess fighting. Uh, and it gets word somehow of what's going on with the ladies. Yeah. And is uh, Deanna's like, mom's got, you know, mom's got that Ferengi dude under control. And Riker's like, cool, keep sucking his D. Yeah. Like yeah. he does not. There's no attempt to rescue her from the clutches. He's no. just it, like, it's acknowledged like, oh, that's her power as a woman. Let yeah. her use that. Yeah. I have a phaser. She's got hot lips. So yeah. let him. Yeah. We're both fighting. Not thinking, so like, weird. not going, like, fuck. That's yeah, gonna, Jesus, she's going to need gonna, some therapy yeah, after this. Yeah, absolutely. Her next partner's oh. really going to have a lot to unpack. <laughs> guys, this don't is... worry. Guys, don't worry about any of the trauma or processes we have to go through. And partly, I feel like it has to do, that Riker attitude has to do with the fact that we've so quietly on the background have done so much. That's the layers in this weird yeah, mother-daughter relationship of just the so mother crazy. telegraphing the dangers of the future to her younger daughter of just like, oh, you don't know how long this goes or how bad it gets. Yeah. Pick yeah. the least worst one is Come the on. message. He's your friend. From Loxana. Exactly. Um, I also, like- Deanna and Wright, that is good advice, Mom. Here's more like tough spice in this recipe. <laughs> like, if your mom tells you to fuck Riker, your mom's right. Damn it. Just- <laughs> That's... I mean, if we take away <sighs> anything first from this mate. episode... Your first mate... Your first mate in the morning, your first mate, mate in the evening, your first, your mate. first mate at supper time. I, I don't want to see you first mating with anybody else. I guess like uh, <laughs> there's a, a human need for storytelling from the beginning of humanity. And I think it does have to do with that thing where we can't yeah. really see ourselves from our own lives. Like we're too zoomed in to yeah. see what the hell it is that we're doing. Um, so I guess it makes sense that these writers wrote like kind of woke things without even I think even thinking about it. Yeah, they couldn't, I mean, the pedals- they couldn't help but put out everything that they saw wrong and then like just do it in a way. They're just painting what they they're see just and they're just doing their spin on it. And it's just this imperfect. What's cool, too, is that like these characters are so good. They mm-hmm. wrote excellent characters. Mm-hmm. So this is just another premise that they put them in. Yeah. Like 
this is what Luxana, Deanna, and mm. and fucking Riker would do in yeah. this situation. They just posed the weird situation. What would happen if a Ferengi kidnapped these three people in order to fuck the mom? And right. this is the natural result of yeah. that of posing that question. This is a very logical result. It I is. mean, look at uh, Luxana is such a uh, sexually advanced um, person. Creature. And so open about who she is sexually and what she wants. And yeah. she uses sex she's to so, win the day. Are we fast so forwarding to the badass plan are, that Luxana executes? Including the, what this episode is famous for. Instead it's so of true! That, yeah. That, yeah, this it's so famous. Also, uh, like it's so disgusting and weird and a reflection of the time that it's called Menage a Troy. Yeah. Yes, thank you. I don't understand why that would be the name. I get the pun. I get the the uh, male thirst for a good pun, but I don't understand. Oh, I share that thirst. If it's <laughs> masculine, then I am. Call me. That's part of yeah. my, yeah, that's well, part of my dick I'll, swinging. Let me just explain this. As a person who speaks uh, English as, as a puns. second language, uh, I find that mostly men are like obsessed with, they get boners about like a pun, even if it's just ruins things and it's the worst thing ever and it's just not good for improv or whatever it's very um, I think men, women may enjoy them it's just not this like it's a sexual <laughs> pun it's not this yeah, pun in this case is. which is sort of tough and I don't know, I mean, it makes no sense except for the triangle between mother daughter and first mate or mother daughter and Ferengi I mean that's the thing like what's who's the not, what's the menage yeah. but the menage is something that they all agree to be in sex with like it, it's a polyamorous it's consensual. agreement yeah so uh, it's not and it's a mother and a daughter like I don't yeah I don't it's just see like how... I think because it's like oh this will get the nerds going yeah Luxana and Troy in a menage they're gonna want to watch they want to know episode. well there's yeah. a lot of section a whole section of porn dedicated to this so, so so yeah. Uh, so the, we're running out of time. So okay, I do okay, want to wrap right. up the episode because we've got a couple more things to address, and namely the most famous, the most famous. moment of maybe the entire season. But this episode is uh, this speech by Picard because Luxana because Luxana has uh, sacrificed herself um, to free her daughter and Riker, and she's basically said, "Look, if you let them go, I will do what you. I will do your bidding. I will be your your uh, wife. I will be your." Um, your Trump, your woman, your Trump supporting uh, whatever it is that you need for the rest of your life. And I'll help you with all your I'll help you be the um, what we does Trump call boat, himself? I'll get you out the, of debt. the deal maker in yeah. chief. Uh, I think those guys balls smell worse than the regular balls. And definitely. Uh, and know. so thinking that she was going to be lost forever. Troy leaves the ship going like, well, I guess my mom's just on this ship hostage now. We're going to have to figure that out. And uh, and she comes up with a plan. Not not Troy, but. Uh, Luxana, but Troy does discover it. Responding. So they're hailing the ship. Captain Picard, so good of you to meet us. We were on our way to Beta Z to return our guests. Of course you were, Damon, but you're still holding Luxana Troy. When will you get it through your thick head that it's over between us, Jean-Luc? I think I know what she's doing. You have to fight to get We're the Damon Togs just like, yeah, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> Which is such yeah, you, a badass guys, lady move. You guys can caucus. I think I know what she's doing. She's pitting two men against each yeah. other to free herself. Um, uh, it's it's like not over between us, uh, Roxana. Um, uh, you're mine, and uh, I I will not let you go. I, I insist you return to my God, side he's immediately. So gay yeah, icon. You still care? So good. Ugh. My love is a fever. 
longing still for that which longer nurseth the disease. Tell me more. In faith, I do not love thee with mine eyes, for they in thee a thousand errors see, but tis my heart that loves what they despise, who, in despite of view, art pleased to dote. Shall I compare thee to a Meme. summer's day? Thou Meme. art more lovely and more temperate. Tell me that y'all are gonna have to try out this chair. You said that you didn't want to hear about my other romances. <laughs> I have a new love, Jean-Luc. And you can't keep killing. Love that they just talked over his speech. Stop. Killing? Oh, is insanely jealous. Listen, Tog. I must possess Luxana, and if that means destroying your ship in the process, so be it. Captain, I had uh, no idea Luxana was. Don't let him threaten you. You can defeat him. The only way you'll ever get me back is over Tog's dead body. That can be arranged. Mr. Love Wong. the delivery of that line. Arm so good. Tog's dead body. If Waxana Troy is not in my arms in ten seconds, throw everything you've got at the crater. But you will destroy Waxana. When I have plucked the rose, mm. I cannot give it vital growth again. It needs, must wither. Nine. Eight. Sick. Tis better to have loved and lost than never. <laughs> he's and now he's just he's so happy. Oh, it makes me so happy to see him Six, happy. Uh, no, I know. Eight, five, four. Beam her to three, their bridge now. Two. One. Awesome. I mean, you wonderfully jealous fool, you. They're a the good captain. couple. I, I trust there will be no further action taken against us. Such as my reporting this incident to your superiors, who may question your competence as Daemon. She I kisses him goodbye. Screen off. I love the thank you, Jean. Like amazing. the game here is that he he said a long poem and she gets beamed and yeah. now she immediately is like, "All right, you're the one." Yeah, <laughs> she sits on his legs like, "Okay, I'm there." <laughs> well, the, yeah, because he's the, got you're the, the closer to me now. Well, he's got a ton of game. Closest. I mean, he's Picard. And she likes to chase, too. She likes, Picard she likes, likes to, to be the aggressor. Yeah, that's and she doesn't... I mean, this episode is kind of about how women if, don't can't sh step up as the aggressive ones. You're playing two aggressors against each other. That's a woman's strategy. And I think that... If, I am usually the aggressor. I think that if... Ver, if um if I love it. Luxana had actually been successful in, like, betting Picard and got... I, I think she'd be done with him. Because oh, I, yeah. it's for her, it is about the chase, and it's about making him nervous and throwing him off his game. Like, yes. that's the whole... That's what I She like. loves that she can make the captain <laughs> insane. I like She'd that. break his heart in the sweetest way. Yeah. Uh, I think we that teased makes a dessert. Me so happy. Because this is the this episode is the with Will Crusher where the whole <laughs> time... So it's like he's been trying to get in a Starfleet and then like he does. Yes. So he finally gets in a Starfleet. Letter and like he has to go. And he, he realizes it's like, oh, I got to like leave you guys. Oh and, and Riker like, promises mom. him when he comes back from Beta's head, he's going to say goodbye to him. Right. And he hasn't by yes. the time he needs to get on the transpo to the Academy. That's right. So, so on the way to the Academy, on the way to the Academy, Wesley is uh, helping them uncover a Ferengi, some Ferengi signals that this, have some static, some static that have a message buried in them. And we don't know that yet. And they should not know that on the ship. But Wesley has a theory. And when Wesley has a theory, he's always right. So before he gets on the transporter, he runs back to the ship 
It runs back to the bridge and he's like, ah, you got to play that again. I just, I have a feeling. And so he plays it again. They figure out There's that. There's something familiar about that static noise. That he recognized in the static noise that incessant obnoxious, obnoxious beat, from the, beat from the beginning that I guess I like to I like that because it's like that means that in that's why they played it for so long in the it's a callback baby the, it's a callback meaning that like we're supposed to imagine that they we saw it for like five minute scene they listened to it for many hours, hours. and hours. probably I like the idea that probably that means they were all talking about it right afterwards and because they were all talking about it uh, you know, and joking about how annoying it was. Well, he knows they, it. That's the perfect thing to send them. It's, so it's as if I was like, that's Ariana Grande's right. God is a woman. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that's yeah. definitely yeah. that song. Like, yeah. I know <laughs> this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's been playing in my subconscious for months now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So, like, if I, if you heard some static and inside of the static was like, Thank you. Next. Want a lot for Christmas. <laughs> there is you. Any time of year, you'd know I'm trapped somewhere. Um, so, so Wesley doesn't end up getting to go he to the academy. The boat to the academy, which is weird. That like because it's five minutes late. I guess he was an hour late, but whatever. He can't. So now he has to go. Sorry, we have to go. You have to waste a full year because of this hour. Bye. Yep. And so now he's talking to the captain so now about he's having back. to yeah. be here for an entire year. Nope. I just turned the computer off. That was amazing. Uh, are you okay, Alice? Yeah, I am. The Academy's losses are gay, and the Enterprise will continue to benefit from your talents for another year. Thank you, sir. Is that all? No. Ugh. Is there something wrong, Captain? I'm just thinking that I'm saying goodbye to you as you are today. My heart. He's so romantic. But I thought you said I wasn't Four going to be able to no go. The Academy sexual. must make you wait, that's true. But when I review your service to this ship, your crewmates. I cannot in all conscience make you wait for the Academy. You see, Wesley, in my eyes, you're an acting ensign in title only. I hereby grant you field promotion to full ensign with all the commensurate responsibilities Yay. and privileges of that rank. Yeah. Congratulations. Yes, baby boy. Oh. It is missed. He has the goofiest snaggletooth smile. The highest waist on his pants. <laughs> and now we get to see the serious swagger. Uh, Sonic Troy has beamed down to Beta Z, Captain. This is th the most uh, uh, erotic thing I saw ever in my young life when I watched this the first time. Sexually formative <laughs> moment. <laughs> yeah. Good. He looks like such a beautiful lesbian. He's such a handsome. Wesley, 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 Wesley. He looks like a beautiful, beautiful butch lesbian. He really does. Course is set. He's he's post gender. Perfect post gender. And I tried that haircut. It didn't work for me. I mean, he's got some, he offers something for everyone. What an episode, he's man. A, he's a literal sexual buffet. <laughs> the onion that has those many layers of womanhood. You got Wesley just crushing. Uh, you got Picard pricking my heart. Uh, thank you for ha letting me watch God uh, Star Trek damn, today. you were a great guest. May I, really I say it? Wow, I can't believe like all the things that you blew my mind with. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> I'm a, like, whoa. I always listen to our podcast because I'm a fan and, and a friend of the show yeah. and I host it with you. Um, thank you. 
But I, so I mean, this is going to be one of those episodes that I listen back to, to, to like, because I missed absorb. a lot. Yeah. To absorb. Because my mind couldn't catch up with all the truth bombs that were being dropped by Caitlin Gill. And, but you, by you, Alice. Maybe. You got real deep a couple know. times. Like, it was crazy. I don't Major's know. I do know I'm thirsty. Too full of myself. You're thirsty. She put her paws on my leg. Just like, come on. Um, do you have anything to plug? Uh, good for question. Us. I'm at Robot Caitlin on Twitter. I'm at Caitlin is tall on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I have shows there on my website, www, and then a dot, and then it's Caitlin Gill Comedy, and yeah. then it's .com. What's Check your memo? Uh, no. No. Come on. I can't do that again. I already have to buy a pack of socks and give them away in the neighborhood, because I got two pairs of shoes, and I still it's still That's, coming. Oh. They're coming tomorrow, so I'm going to well, post a thing with the pictures. Socks is an amazing gift. Uh, if you're hearing this in the future, uh, thank you to the Zeit Gang, uh, who uh, got me shoes yesterday, and they you can see them on my Instagram. Instagram. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Um, so all my needs have been taken care of. Yeah. I'm excited to meet your your wonderful fans. Wow, you're the yes. percent. We, of we the can't population. wait to introduce Come them find to me. you. All right, oh, lucky. Good. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. I really so loved it. It was here. so much fun. Thanks for having me. If you're in town, I'm going to be at Largo, um, uh, just watching shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, this is going to come out next week. So I'm going to do uh, my I'm going to my vet is removing Biscuit's teeth on Monday the oh third. Goodness. Not all of how them, just teeth? some of them. So if you're around for that what, how um, many teeth? during the day, send me a message. That's going to be exciting. Just a couple. Major's work. And then I'm going to be at Flappers on the third at ma- on Make Him Laugh Monday at 8 p.m. So you can come see me there. And uh, I'm also going to be at the Wiltern on the 6th and 7th opening for She and Him. So Hell please yeah. come to that go? and don't bring kids. <laughs> that's what I've been warned that happens. <laughs> what, what, are, what are the teeth going to go? Why, why? I'm going to make, I just, they're not unhealthy. I just want to make them into a necklace. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, um, it was a hard bargain. I had to pay a lot more because they don't really advise they don't really need to advise it they're like that's cruelty and I'm like well you know it's gonna get rough for him unless you do this so no 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 it's he has a gingivitis like really bad gingivitis so he has a lot of tooth and gum pain give him a little kiss I definitely will he's the sassiest he he really is okay guys All right. well bye thank you guys Major says bye Major says bye speak speak Major speak she's like there's no truth speak all right, what if I did it? <gasps> what was that? Oh, oh, oh! Speak. Good job. Forever dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.